Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 104, and boy, do we have a plenty and plenty to talk about today as we have uh, not one, but two games to preview coming up ahead. We'll talk about that disaster that happened at the Seca against Juarez. Uh, we'll talk about, like I mentioned, the upcoming game against Puebla tomorrow, and then also we'll give you guys a bit of an insight of what is to come away at Querétaro as, as well. So plenty and plenty to talk about. Tonight, though, I am joined by uh, one of our very good friends and uh, a long time a uh, long-time uh, friend of ours here at the podcast. It is none other than Brian. Brian, thank you for coming on to the show. It's always a pleasure, despite the fact that the weekend was not as um, spectacular. But we'll go over that shortly here. We will. We will. And uh, no Cowboy Dan tonight. Um, and no Christian as well. Uh, we wish uh, both of them a speedy recovery. Christian is out sick. And uh, Dylan pulled his hamstring. So he is unable to be on the show because of that. So We're, we're just dropping like flies at this point. Yeah, we are. We are. And also uh, a quick speedy recovery to uh, one of uh, one of our friends as well, Miggy, over there as well. Miggy, if you're listening to this, which we know you are, hopefully you're getting yourself a nice speedy recovery. Uh, but yeah, Brian. It's just us two today. Mm-hmm. Um, perfectly fine with that. Definitely. Definitely. Well, <laughs> like we said, uh, plenty and plenty to talk about in regards to what happened this weekend. Um, for those of you who didn't or don't already know, of course, America ended up losing to Juarez in what probably should have been a different game if it wasn't for a couple of things that happened. We'll go in regards to all of that. But first, as always, we're going to start just quickly and briefly go over the Lady Aguilas and what they've been up to and how their weekend went, which actually was much better than uh, than, than the men's side of things. The ladies actually ended up getting a 1-1 draw a way at Pumas now the only thing to kind of take away from this is the fact that the ladies probably should have won this game uh, had most uh, mostly all the opportunities to do so again it's just that defense towards the end of the game that kind of lets them down but the ladies continue their unbeaten streak three wins two draws ten uh, I believe that's a total of 11 points and uh, the ladies continue to try to strive for uh, for perfectness of course the only team again to go undefeated is Atlas and uh, hopefully the ladies can uh, find a way to you know get up there in regards to uh, to points and form but uh, I don't know Brian do you do you pay attention to the ladies any idea of what what I'm even talking about well you're much more versed than I am Um, if I can catch a game I try to watch but I haven't been up to as much as you guys have been yep well I mean all I can tell you, Brian, is that the ladies so far are doing pretty, pretty decent. Of course, they're going to have Querétaro up next as well. But this one is going to be at home. That's uh, Saturday, uh, February 8th. You guys can catch that game, hopefully live via Tudene. We'll let you guys know if anything uh, changes or if that game is actually going to happen via uh, Tudene. But if not, you guys can always catch uh, all the information over on our uh, social media platforms, whether that's uh, Twitter or Instagram, at Resaca America US or at Resaca America underscore US. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out on that. We expect the ladies to come out and get a win, especially against Querétaro, who, mind you, you know, maybe isn't the best side, seeing as they are dead last in the league, uh, still have yet to win a game. Uh, so hopefully the ladies can appreciate that and you know continue their good run of form, get some three points and uh, much much needed goals. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. The ladies' news, uh, you know, we unfortunately don't have a little bit more to to dive into. But um, you know, we'll we'll come back next week and give you guys a little bit more information and an update on that. Now, uh, Brian, ready to talk about the disaster that was Saturday's match? 
Yeah, I was so excited. <laughs> and I, uh, I was were... let down with the first minute. <laughs> Not even the first minute. I think we were all let down just at the beginning because uh, just like us, we started the show late to the end. It started the show late for, for everyone as well. As, uh, as, as let's just say, it was probably one of the one of the channels' worst broadcasts in quite some time. Yeah, I was really confused because I was watching a previous game, and then SofaScore says they're five minutes deep into the game. I turn it on, and it's just getting to the red card. I'm like, what is what is going on right now? Exactly. It, it's, it, it was just all over the place with Udene. Um, I, I think maybe that should have been um, – uh, an insight of what was to come. If it was foreshadowing the night that we were that we were about to live, um, and just straight mm-hmm. off the bat, definitely, yeah, uh, you know, you, you we don't even see it, but you're already getting reports on SofaScore on Twitter everywhere. The people who are down there oh, at the yeah. stadium reporting that George Sanchez is uh, sent off. Yeah, uh, I didn't know what to think of it, and then when I saw it, I was uh, pretty disappointed because I think that would have actually been a really good game. For America, um, 11 v 11, I think they could get away with, you know, I think they can get away with a win on that. Um, but credit to Juarez, I mean, yeah, I mean, they had the man up and uh, even when the momentum was swinging, they kind of uh, handled their own there. And I think the most interesting thing about it is, yes, the fact that uh, George Sanchez's red card kind of taints the game for America. I think what happens after the, that red card is vital to America because I think the defense and the team in general were just kind of thrown off, and and you could huge, see the mindset wasn't huge, there. Yeah, and yeah, massive, saw, that was a massive swing right there. Exactly, you saw corner after corner after corner. And you just thought to yourself, something's not right here. They're not looking like they're all there. It's like we're not clearing this these corners the way they should be. Um, mm-hmm. And then of course Juarez gets the goal. You know, prior to you know an Ochoa wonderful save, uh, and then of course having to go and kind of make the mistake of coming out, and then Juarez capitalize on that and score a goal. But I, I think fingers should be pointed all around. Uh, no one really yeah. had their concentration in in that uh, in in those corner kicks. Because I'm not just saying that one. There was plenty of other ones that we sh- we should have dealt with better. No, no, I, I agree. And the one thing you want, <laughs> the one thing you want to happen. I mean. If you're going to have a man down for the whole match, like that's really going to hurt you and you're probably going to concede, but you don't want to give one up right away. And unfortunately, just I, I, it was like they were totally mentally taken out of the game and 11 minutes in, that's their first goal. And it's like, uh, that's not good. You know, you good. just had that feeling. You had that feeling that Juarez was like, oh, hold on a second. We're definitely got the momentum now. Yeah. Yeah, and and you saw it because ten minutes later they go on and score another one. Yep, and, and that was—I mean—that's pretty much the dagger. I mean, if you can kind of hold off with one and maybe try to, you know, play a little risky and uh, kind of tr- still play your game with the fact that you're going to be, you know, weakened. But you know, if you've got one goal deficit when you're, you know, the stronger team, you, you think you can maybe pull one back. But when it's two, it's like uh, you got—that's a big mountain to climb. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think you saw that because Piojo thought, okay, we're just going to go with it. We're, we're just going to have kind of that gap in, in the left-back position. Ibarwin's going to have to mm-hmm. drop a little bit more, uh, but it, it just didn't pan out. I, I don't think uh, I don't think the tactic worked, and he saw it, and I think it was a little bit too late once he brought in Luis Fuentes. Yeah, no, I agree with you. 
And and unfortunately, the sacrifice for that one was, I think, one of the more creative players that we were hoping to see on the pitch, and that was Leo Suarez. Um, I, I think he would have been a very mm-hmm. good talent to see, a very good person to throw in into this match on, you know, 11 v 11. But uh, unfortunately, he is a sacrifice one. It, it made sense to me as to why he brought him out. I, I, just because I think he hasn't been here the longest, you would have imagined he would have only have seen maybe, what, 55, 60 minutes in total today? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or in that matchup. Uh, so it makes sense as to why he left. Of, of course, the kid was pretty upset, like any person would be. But um, I don't think he, any of it has to do, you know, with his talent or anything. I think he's no, just a sacrifice no, no, no. just because he was. I th- yeah, he, no, he's, ahead, been showing, he's been showing flashes, so it's not like... It's not like it was like you know uh, he, he was up the par. It just the whole team was deflated. You gotta do something different. Yeah, uh, but I would argue that it was a little bit too late. Maybe I would have liked to see that after the goal was given, or maybe even three, four mm-hmm. minutes afterwards, when you continuously saw Juarez get the ball. You know, it wasn't the fact that oh now America you know got a goal and they kind of reacted properly because they didn't. You're looking at the momentum board for the first half and my goodness is is it all what is oh yeah absolutely it's dominant it's dominant <laughs> it's it's right. ridiculous you would imagine it'd be the other way around in this game and i think everyone there's was just expecting like a it small, I, there's just like a small little chunk that america had like had in, in that in that time frame and then it's just like all what is which and, and then I think I think America settles into this game uh, around the uh, what do you want to say the thirtieth minute? Yeah, uh, around I the thirtieth minute, America once they accepted that once they accepted what was going, like you know the two goal deficit. It seemed like there was a little bit of a a regrouping a little bit, but still, I mean, like like I said, that's 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 a big hike for a, a team in that situation. It is. It is, and. It, I think you saw it in the beginning as well. You you saw the second goal coming before it even happened mm-hmm. because you saw Juarez pressing, going at it. Even Bruno Valdez saw it before, before coming. You know he was arguing, he was yelling at the sidelines, asking for reinforcements. Um, we looked like headless chickens out there for a, a good chunk of the match. Um, and unfortunately, like you mentioned, Juarez capitalized to it. But uh, America should have been better. Should have mm-hmm. should have knew how to organize themselves properly. Of course, you never th- give. You, I don't think you ever trained for this situation. But uh, I would imagine with some of the experienced players like Bruno Valdez, like Emmanuel Aguilera, like Paul Aguilera, I, I, you look at that defense and really George Sanchez is the only, I guess, quote unquote, inexperienced one because all of those have much more years behind them. So mm-hmm. it, it surprises me that they can't. They weren't able to hold their own. Um, you know, I, I, yes, against a very good Juarez attack, but. Uh, still, uh, I would have favored America's defense in this one. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with you. And I would, the other thing I was going to say, just going back to the to the foul, it, 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 that's one of those things that Sanchez, like, I, I'm a big fan of him. I've seen him really stand out. But it's almost like, was that really that necessary in that given time? Yeah, in the first opening minute. Like that? Like, just kind of just use your space. Like, don't, you know, I mean... I don't know. I just feel like he could easily have avoided that and not had a threatening play happen. I don't know. It just was. That was. I hate to say, uncharacteristic, but I mean, he's had had he's had red cards, you know, um, in his time. So, yes. unfortunately, I hope he. I, I mean, I hope he straightens that straightens it out. You know. 
I'm gonna make a comparison to um, to a player that's not even in that same position and probably is a, to a much higher caliber than George's. But this reminds me a lot of uh, Guido Rodriguez when he first came to America. You know, mm-hmm. seeing himself get red carded, making these kind of these silly cha- these silly challenges, getting these kind of you know unnecessary cards. And George kind of strikes me in that same situation somewhat because of course this right. card like you mentioned prior to some of these other other cards he's seen um i would also argue with uh with, with the final and making that mistake that he made uh, so he's definitely been a target recently for the fans and like you said it's unfortunate because george is a very good player someone with you know national national team caliber but it it just seems that he just needs to straighten himself up a little bit more uh i don't really know what what's what would have gone through his head sometimes you know I get. Uh, I guess you get caught up or lost, but in the first opening minute, that's that. That's a bit ridiculous. Especially, especially at the in the place of the field, the angle. You really don't need to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. You have a lot to work with. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's just something that I hope he learns, and 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 I do hope that he can grow from this. Um, a lot of people <laughs> on Twitter, a lot of fans asking for him to be to see the bench. Uh, uh, what's your take on that? You think that's a good good thing to do? Um, that would not be my recommendation long term, but could he see maybe an extra game seated? I mean, it's not out, out of the realm of possibility. Um, you know, obviously he's going to have to miss a match, but even an extra one. I, I mean, I hate to be like to teach him a lesson, but maybe just have him think like, hey, like, yeah, that was just really not the best time for that type of tackle because i completely missed the ball you know yeah no i mean i'm all for it as well i I think i think it all depends on how america does against puebla if america showcases Mm -hmm. that they're that they can play defense without george sanchez then i think he sits out the game against queretaro but if america is seen a little bit weakened on that left hand side which we know has been a struggle for america for for quite some years before george sanchez was even included um, then I think George Sanchez has to start against Querétaro because at that point I think yeah. I think the fact you know getting points is outweighs kind of teaching a kid uh, a lesson or two you know. No, no, I totally agree with that. But and and I will say there could be a positive or a pro to keeping him on one extra game on the bench, and that's like okay, well let's just look at the lineup and he's on the bench. We know he's got talent. We know he's got some experience. That's a good player to still have in your in your arsenal. And then maybe he's got that hunger to let's play a little smarter, let's play a little more calculated, and then you might you might correct those type of plays where he might not make that decision. You know what I mean? No, yeah, completely, completely. But you know, we'll see what Oapiojo ends up uh, doing. But uh, yeah, I think once Luis Fuentes came on, I think you saw America get a little bit more solid. Uh, they mm-hmm. they they try to push forward. Um, I think the most. I think the player I was most impressed with on the night was probably Gio going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's hard to kind of criticize Henry because he was a little bit isolated for most of the match. Oh, a lot. A lot of the game. You know, uh, I, it felt like that. Yeah. Because I, I think Gio had kind of more of a responsibility to kind of drop in a little bit deeper, pick up the ball mm-hmm. in the middle, try to get the team going, trying to, trying to get the key, uh, the team moving. Um so it's it's a little bit harsh to kind of see kind of some of the comments towards Henry saying that you know he he, he didn't do enough in that match and I would argue that yeah maybe he didn't but I, I, you know 
it's hard to do uh, so yeah, when that, you don't a, have the a, ball. Yeah, that, I was gonna say that's a strange criticism because like <laughs> you're missing part of the field exactly. with that player with that player out. Um, yeah, and I think Geo definitely had a lot of at least rebounding moments. I, I still think his his power is a little bit lacking, but he did have plays that were threatening, and that's what you want to see, even if you're down. You know the way that they were. You know, in that situation. Yeah, I mean, most definitely, Geo had a perfect opportunity to make it one, two, one. In, in, in before mm-hmm. halftime, which I think would have definitely changed the game on its head. If America goes into the halftime 2-1, uh, I, I think Piojo, you know, recollects the group, kind of gets the mindset going, and maybe we see America not only tie it, but maybe even walk away with all three points. Possibly, yes. Yeah, but, I agree. You know, you. unfortunately, that that goal doesn't happen. That means you have an even ma- a bigger mountain to climb with less time mm-hmm. uh, at your disposal. But, yeah, you know, I, I, I did like... Uh, I did like some of the things that Gio was doing. Henry, like we said, a little hard to criticize him. I will say this, though. He had one very good opportunity in which I think mm-hmm. he didn't know how to define whether he wanted to chip it, whether he wanted to go under the goalkeeper in that 1v1 situation. Yep. Um, and then I think when he feels the contact, he just, you know, tries to, uh, you know, sell it as much as possible. Uh, which, I mm-hmm. mean, some people say it was. Some people say it wasn't. I'm not going to sit here and argue for either case. I'm just, you know, going to state the facts. It wasn't called. Uh, but I think he should have. She should have finished that off before uh, the whole contact situation. Mm-hmm. And he was getting fouled. Yeah, I mean, he was. You know, you know. So, I mean, he still did. His, he was still doing his job. It's just that's just a hard situation for the team, and and you're gonna you're gonna lack skill sets when you're down a man, down two goals. You know. I mean, completely, completely, completely. Um, one player though that I did not like and kind of faded away into this game, which is one thing you did not want to see, uh, was also Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah, your take was on, 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 on him. Uh, I, I There was actually times <laughs> I'm watching this and I, I just don't remember even hearing a, you know from or about him. Um, I, I, was, yeah, I was I would say I would be a little disappointed being that, you know, I think he could have done a little bit more, but um, yeah, that, that I, I, that's just that's just again that's just gonna happen. I think uh, people are just gonna kind of go ghosted, you know, in that in, you know in that situation. Yeah, I and I mean, I don't know what more you could say in this in this situation, but it 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 didn't look good for also. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Richard did well. Um, I mean, else you want to highlight? Over, well, I will say that, you know, Ochoa did have the, the bad, you know, Salida, but, like, he did have some really big saves. I know, so I, this game him... could have been worse for America. Yeah. Um, I will say that this is just one of those games in the season. You just kind of had to scrap it and just be like, can't take away too much from it. And you just hope that come the next game, we just see a completely different version of America. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they're gonna need to because um, I, I think momentum is is definitely what they need to get and build. Um, you know, and and you can only imagine if the momentum goes well once once you you know you, you incorporate the players that are missing, like Benedetti, you know, who right right now is oh, yeah. absolutely dominating. Um, 
over there in Colombia and, you know, with, with the likes of Vinas and Cáceres. So I, I, I think momentum is important for America. So coming into this one against Puebla, I would imagine that Piojo really needs to set this team to, to go out there and, get, and grab all three points and, you know, score as many goals as possible, which we'll talk about a little bit once we get to the Puebla game. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like you mentioned, it, it, it was an all-around game to forget. You know, there's things in here and there you can take away. But like you said, it's one of those where maybe we don't read too much into uh, into the match and kind of just take it for what it was. One of those kind of games where it just no one expected any of it to go down the way it did. Um, but, you know, Juarez, mm-hmm. got, Juarez got the result that they dreamt of. And America, of course, ended up walking away with the one thing that they feared. But, yeah, you know, these things happen. It's Liga Mekis, right? Anything can happen. Absolutely. And credit to Juarez. They, they, they played the game how you're supposed to i mean they they i mean there there was momentum shifts as we said and america looked like hey we they might be able to correct some things but they capitalized and uh the one other thing i was going to say with that kind of bummed me out to get a red card so early is let's say america does take care of business they're feeling comfortable you you might have been able to see that young kid martinez get yeah. a shot i mean i mean yeah. piojo is not against doing that and i was like really looking forward to that and Unfortunately, <laughs> with the red card, that throws that way out the window. No, yeah, know? definitely. You were yes, you were very uh, you 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 were very. I was hyped. You were very hyped. You even started following him on SofaScore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the see. only one. You're, you're the, his only follower. So Martinez, hey. if you're listening, uh, Brian's over here keeping an eye out on you. Um, maybe hey, maybe maybe soon. Maybe soon. You never know. You never know. Um, all all signs indicate that he will be on the bench for tomorrow's game. Mm-hmm. So, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. again, this is one of those matches in which if you're winning by a comfortable result, you know, maybe you're up by two goals, you throw the kid in for 15 minutes and see what he's capable of doing. You know, rest Absolutely. a couple of players. Uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens. We'll talk about that right now. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, pretty much uh, that is it. Uh, last thing I want to talk about in regards to this match, I think the substitutions Piojo made uh, actually ended up helping. The, the situation rather than damning mm-hmm. it. Uh, Fuentes was a good inclusion. Uh, like we said, maybe a little bit earlier would have been better. And then, of course, the uh, incorporation of Cordoba, I think, definitely changed the face of America going forward. Yeah, another guy that I'm I'm a fan of. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, he got he, he got out there and, you know, showcased himself a bit, got the assist. Um, hopefully that'll help his confidence now. Again, we've got these crucial games. you got big – you've got – you know, other names out, but knowing that if we get on track and you've got those names to reinforce, that's going to give this a player like Cordova motivation. No, yeah, definitely. And I think, um, and, and you know, rumor has it that his his good game against uh, Juarez might, uh, might just see him start against Puebla. And something we'll, again, talk mm-hmm. about in just a little bit. But, yeah, uh, that pretty much wraps it up. America ended up, you know, just kind of collapsing at the end uh, 3-1 results yeah. definitely a game you want to forget about but uh, you know America will keep moving forward and hopefully things will pan out better for uh, the Coapa side but uh, yeah 3-1 to one, America ends up losing and uh, we'll move on into the next segment we move on into the next match because it came real quickly uh, within yeah. just uh, <laughs> three days of the Saturday's match America now has to go up against Puebla away at Puebla to play the uh, the Jornada 
number one. So America is taking it back all the way to the first match of Liga MX as uh, they were they were giving that week off due to the championship being played at such a late time. Uh, so mm-hmm. now America is going up against Puebla. Uh, Brian, how would you say that uh, America is looking coming into the the Sadia Cuauhtémoc? Uh, like kind of like we're, we're saying, the the one thing you want to do immediately is just change what just happened from the previous game, and I think they're hung they're going to have hunger to do that. Um, like I said, there's not really too many lessons to be learned from the previous one, but since it was you know a, a sour taste, you want to. You want to correct that immediately, and I, I think they're going to be actually to be on a short notice. I think they're going to actually kind of benefit from it uh, in terms of like mentally wanting to, like I said, correct that game that shouldn't have gone that way. Yeah, yeah, they they have to change it up. They have to they have to completely switch it up, not make the same mistakes. So just don't get a red card in the first minute. That'd be uh, that'd be really that's a really good game plan to. Uh, uh, seek out there. Yeah, hopefully Piojo is getting that in his head, uh, <laughs> because yeah, America really needs this now. Puebla has gone uh, with only one win this semester so far, two two losses. Um, America's right now one in every category. Um, so America still comes into this one as favorites, but uh, you know, but it's the Mexican league. You can't do yeah. this as early. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and especially in the way that the squad is game is going, I think maybe not as favored as maybe a week ago. Uh, America was walking into this. Um, you know, uh, it's just, I, th- I think the thing a lot of people don't really know, too, is what type of America we're going to get out on the pitch, you know? Yeah. Especially with all yeah. these players that are missing with the depleted squad, with, the, you know, some of these players kind of needing to step up and prove themselves more. Uh I'm just curious to 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 think what America side Piojo is going to put out. Yeah, it, it it'll be interesting. Um, don't get me wrong. I think we're going to see similar to what we had. Um, and but like I but like we were talking about like a guy like you know Suarez. I think you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to play a player like that and you know th- get his reps in now like in a game like this. You know, so I think you're going to see a similar lineup. Um, I. Gonzalez might 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 have to be taken out for Cordova, you know. Yeah, and and that's kind of the latest rumor and speculation is that that is going to be what's going to happen. Um, let me just go with what the predicted lineup is here, and and I'm gonna sure. go with with uh, with Christian's prediction, which uh, he he was sick, but he was willing to give his prediction before he called off today, and uh, and that is the fact that he's going with Ochoa and Net. Paul, Bruno, Emma, and Fuentes in the defense. You're going to see Suarez out on the right. Now, he has also and Richard starting, which is kind of interesting. And then he has Cordoba out on the left with Gio mm. and Henry. But he said that he also can see uh, with... Um, with uh, Hold up. I lost the message here. Oh, with Ibarwen uh, being fit, that he could see Ibarwen playing on the left, and actually Gio being the one to sit out for Cordoba uh, to come in. Interesting. Which interesting. is interesting. Which yeah. Christian sometimes has a very, very uh, left take, but it does tend to pan out sometimes. So I do want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I will say this though: I, I think with everything, with all the, with all, 
with all these kind of recent rumors and everything's kind of pointing for Cordoba to start ahead of Oso, which is technically what I would have wanted to see anyways at the beginning of the season. Because I think you get a little bit more talent with uh, with Cordoba than you do with Oso. So I, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we'll you know we'll go with Christian's lineup, except uh, we'll put in Cordoba in the center mid instead of Oso. And all signs point to Ivan Wen, who did leave that match injured, that he will be okay for the match against Puebla. He did travel with the team tonight. So it, lo- it looks like all things do point to Ibarwen starting. Um, now, I know a couple people are asking themselves, what about Cáceres? Um, he is not available yet for America. He isn't even registered on the league. So, uh, you know, until we completely... Still got away for that. Yeah, until we completely get his, you know... His uh his face in that in that league picture, then uh he'll be available for America, which who knows might just happen tomorrow morning and he might feature on the bench. But um, I don't know, Brian. What what's your take on that starting eleven? Uh, I I don't necessarily disagree with it. I mean, it would be interesting to see uh Giovanni get taken out. Uh, I just think I think Piojo just I think he wants you know as much experience up front right now. Um. But you never know. I mean, that's a possibility. Again, switching things up and keeping, you know, the other team guessing and having a player like Gio who's experienced ready for the second half. I mean, that that that's I could definitely see him doing that too. Yeah, completely. Um, but I think we'll we'll just go with the basis that Gio should should and probably will start, and we'll probably see mm-hmm. Cordova as well in that midfield. Um, with those players out on the pitch, how do you think America approaches this game? Or how, tactically, how do you think Piojo even sets up this this team to go out and try to find the result? Um, well, kind of, kind of like we said, we're, I think you gotta like ease up on aggression yeah. early on. Let's just <laughs> keep it clean, as clean as possible. Um, I think they're gonna, you know, being the the team on the road, uh, I think they kind of have to use a little bit of time to to get comfortable and set because like like we were saying even when America was down a man and down two goals they did regroup so i think you want to do that early on when you obviously don't have a man down and be a little bit more calculated uh not really rush the game you know what i mean no i i completely agree with you i completely agree with you um you one thing I would like to see this America side do against Puebla is um, is is defense defend a little bit smarter. Um, mm-hmm. I I think sometimes the defense just rushes. Uh, you know they get caught out sometimes mm, yes, fast-footed yes. in in some situations. Aguilera, I'm looking at you mostly. Um, there's a lot of times that they just like kind of bite too early instead of just playing the smarter yeah. route of let the player come. To I you. don't know. A- estimating more like an estimation instead of just, you know, high risk, high reward, whereas you might be more calculated on it. Yeah. No. And, and, and that is exactly the way Emma and Bruno play. If you think, if, if you look back at some, some of these matches, they lunge in early and sometimes it pans out. Other times it, it just, it just catches them. And I w- I had to j- not to go back to the previous game, but the weirdest moment in that game was oh, yeah. the strobe light effect. But <laughs> 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 Aguilera falls and it's going back and forth and back and forth. I'm like, that's 
that's that's the highlight of the game right there. That's that's the game in the nutshell. That yeah, completely. It is it is America gets caught, everyone's mm-hmm. just kind of panicking, hence the camera going back and forth, and then <laughs> it's saved with Ochoa. So mm-hmm. it's uh it, yeah, it's, it's, for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, go over to Brian's Twitter. You guys will will, will catch a it's, good laugh out of hilarious. it. It's hilarious. Uh, I, I think the guy dropped his soda or something, but um, it it was hilarious <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> oh man, hey, whoever was in charge of camera duty that game that day definitely had a rough a rough match. Hey, America, we had a rough one. That guy had a rough one. It it was just rough. It it was not the Saturday, or for some people, it was not the weekend that they had. Uh, they had planned mm-hmm. for, uh, but hopefully, right. like we mentioned, this game, uh, Amanika is able to turn it all around. Uh, like we mentioned, Leo Suarez, a lot of eyes going to be on him tomorrow night. Uh, it's crazy; he just came in, and now so much responsibility lies on his shoulders for, for yep. the, you know, for going forward and everything. Like we mentioned, he he showed us bits and pieces of what he's capable of doing. Now, can he go out there and prove it against, uh, you know, against a team like Puebla away? It, it will be mm-hmm. interesting to see. Which you know, um, no, no knock on Puebla, but this would be a good game to do that. Uh, not, not really a heavy hitter team, but again, like we said, it's early. Teams can upset the favorites. So, can he be comfortable early or find himself comfortable throughout this match, and then uh, you know, see what he's made of? Because so far, we've seen flashes of something that could be special. And then that's what we're hoping for because that number, you know, has not shined in America for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So, like yep. I mentioned, a lot, a lot is 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 falling on this kid's shoulders. Um, any other player that you're kind of looking out for uh, to kind of step it up in this match? Well, I mean, let's see if if Henry can get, you know, his opportunity. I would not say redeem himself, but maybe now that you have support. And the full a full eleven, I I think this could be a game for him to you know keep an eye on him because I, I think he might be frustrated from what we saw on Saturday. No, yeah, I I think I think he just has been being feeling like that. I think ever since maybe the final. I, I agree. Know, yeah, I, I think he's 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 tr- he's tried his best. He's put himself in very good uh, situations, very good positioning. Sometimes the team doesn't respect his runs, um, but I think as a striker I, you have to understand yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I agree uh, with you in that. Uh, but if it, it's one thing to kind of take away what Henry doesn't do, but sometimes you have to pay attention to the things that he is doing on the pitch whenever he doesn't have the ball. He's running. He's running throughout all those 90 minutes. He's hustling. Um, you know, he looks very winded at the end, but and that's because he's, you know, he's going at it back and forth. And... Yeah, I mean, I, I, to do a comparison, I mean, Raul Jimenez does the same thing. He's always moving off the ball, and that's what people are noticing, and that's kind of what Henry does is off the ball, he makes a lot of movement, and he's he, he's he's a workhorse, you know what I'm saying? And, and luckily, you know, there's times when those runs are seen, and he puts one away and, then in, you know, sometimes capitalizes the game. Yep, so you guys heard it here first. Brian is saying that Henry's going to score on Liverpool. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, you never know. Maybe he, can score, maybe he can score a header like Raul did. But that'd be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, you never know. We might see them in the Club World Cup. Oh, that would be something. 
that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, this 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 game paints to be something good for America only because, uh, you know they they want to redeem themselves. They they, they want to you know catch momentum. They need the three points badly. Um, yes. So uh, all po- all signs point to a very good game tomorrow night. The only thing is. Will this game be attractive? Will we get a very back-and-forth side? Will we get a Puebla side that's a little bit more reluctant? Are they going to hold off and let America pressure and try to relieve on the counter? Is Puebla right. going to go and say, I'm going to take the game to them? I How do you see Puebla coming into this? For me, it's going to be hard to say just because, you know... They're gonna they're they're gonna be in, in need for a win also. So being at home, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they're the one trying to disrupt America. And you might see some fouls. I mean, I mean, I would Juarez imagine had this to game's gonna some... be a lot like the Tijuana game, in which yeah, you, you know, I could see that America is kind of having the more of the more of the ball possession. Puebla just sits back, closes the spaces out when they can. They'll try to relieve on the counter, mm-hmm. and then. Um, and I think as the as the game grows, as America keeps growing in confidence, and America keeps uh, you know growing and playing better, that Puebla will try to disrupt that, try to you know make the game a little bit more choppy by fouling, by being a little bit more rough on some of these players uh, to try to get under their skin, and maybe even force another reckless red card. Yeah, I mean that one way to do that is frustrating America, and that could very much happen. And it can. It definitely, yeah. definitely can. I mean, Puebla is no kind of uh, Puebla is not the Puebla people really take take for. I mean, at home they beat mm-hmm. Necaxa three 0 you know, mm-hmm. and the the other only home game they've had is against Querétaro, and they only lost that game by one goal. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't. This is not a pushover. Um, that being said, I, I think you if you if you do get a win here. Um, that does alleviate some anxiety and pressure with the fact that we are missing players. So I think th- I think that's on the back of their minds too, you know? Yeah. So like we mentioned, um, for this game, uh, America will not count with uh, the new Cáceres signing. Uh, the, the, like we mentioned earlier as well, Ro- uh, Roman will probably be uh, on the bench just like he did mm-hmm. against, um, against Tijuana and against uh, Juarez. So that should be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But that now leads to what kind of depth does America have in their bench? And I think that's kind of one of the main things as well as this America side. As good as they may feel their starting 11, I think they lack mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of arsenal in that bench. Because, I mean, the only player that you could think that might be able to come in and produce somewhat of an attack is probably Escobosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and aside from that, I mean, it's not looking good for America. It's a little thin, and you're also out Sanchez. He's out, so yeah. <laughs> it gets even thinner. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of hope that 11 can situate themselves and get the game for done. a little bit of relief, you know? Yeah, no, because they're not going to have much reinforcements. We'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I'm interested to hear what is your prediction for uh for tomorrow's game. I think um it's gonna be a little bit slow at first, um but I think America can get away with a two one. Two one, two one, interesting, nice, 
Nice. That is uh, that is the same prediction that both uh, Cowboy Dan and Christian have given uh, for wow. this game. Two to one. <laughs> um, I'm going to be a little bit more conservative. I'm going one zero. I'm okay. I'm, I'm going with uh, with an America goal somewhere not early in the half, but I think somewhere around the 35th minute of the match, and I think uh, the game just kind of you know closes itself settles. out right there. It yeah. settles. It settles within you know within there. I think a clean sheet would be important because I think mm-hmm. this defense definitely needs it after the Juarez game. By the way, they were doing so well coming into this. Um, and and then all of a sudden you switch to a back four and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can see three, right? That's yeah. not because you switched to back four that you can see the three. Of course, there's a lot to take away from that game. But um, I think that defense needs to, to hold out for a shutout. Uh, I, I think it, it would do them wonders. So yeah, it would definitely help confidence for sure. So that is our prediction. Let us know what you guys think over in the chat. Uh, it should be interesting to see that game. That game is gonna be live via Tudene tomorrow. That uh, that match is at six thirty p.m. Pacific time, uh, nine thirty Eastern time. Um, and I will do the math for you, Yahid, in uh, in in seven in eight thirty p.m. Pacific time. For those of you who are wondering, um, anything else? And let's just hope everything. Let's just hope everything's calibrated and yeah, uh, yeah. Let's hope the the transmission's good. Uh, Let's the the antenna's working. Um, Mm -hmm. Everything is 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 up to par for this one. Uh, We'd hate to see uh, another game being fast forwarded into. uh, I don't know if you caught (laughs) that though. I don't know if you caught that they were fast forwarding a lot of stuff. Yeah, wow. I know. It was it was uh it was a bizarre day for sure. Hopefully tomorrow's a little bit more calm. It's gonna be Taco Tuesday. Get your tacos, get ready. Yeah. Um Let's go do out it. and enjoy that match. And it should be should definitely be a fun one. Hopefully America walks out with all three points. Um but Brian, aside from that, America then has another road game all the way up in Querétaro. Uh, which, by the mm-hmm. way, it's, it's not that far from Puebla or Mexico City. Um, how do you, how do you? I mean, it's it's hard to preview this one because obviously a lot is going to be determined as to what happens in this Puebla match. Because who knows? We could get four red cards and then we see four players not start against Puebla. I mean, uh, Querétaro. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I said, like you said, it's going to be hard to preview right now just because I'd like to see what happens tomorrow. But uh, Querétaro. That that's gonna be a, a difficult team. That's, that's gonna, gonna be, be a big test. Um, and if like well, like we were saying earlier, if, if they're able to get a good result, whether that be one there one zero or two one uh, tomorrow, I mean that does help the mentality of okay, we we corrected what happened, you know, the previous weekend. Because um, Querétaro has been looking sharp right now. Yeah. They they have uh, only lost one game and that was their first game. They have gone on on a three game winning cir- uh, uh, winning streak. Uh, America will definitely need uh, the three points at Puebla to to show uh, any bit of confidence going into Querétaro, which by the way has not been the friendliest of grounds for us as of late. You know, it, mm-hmm. it hasn't really been that easy of a, of a setup for us to go into Querétaro and walk away with uh, all three points, let alone just one sometimes. Um, but I don't think it's an impossible task for America either. Um, will Vinas and Casares be back by then? Uh, yes, they will. Right? No, no. Because I'm sorry. Uh, this game's on Sunday. I, I thought it would be 
yes. next week. No, they uh, they probably will not be. And if they are, there's no way that they're featuring. Um, so you're still going to be in the same situation as the Puebla game with the same players, except the only addition to this game is going to be George Sanchez. Yes. Well, possibly. It depends on what if there's going to be a benching or if, you know, yeah, like but we said. Yeah, st- but he would still be available. You wouldn't, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't expect him not to be. In the, oh yes, in, in yes, the, yes. Yeah, you need. You need yeah, yeah. My my bad. Yes. No. I mean, you can't just forget a player like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need him. You need him at least on the list. Yes, <laughs> he definitely needs to be on the eighteen man list. Yeah, we're, uh, we're not. We're not that deep right now. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we might be within the week. A week from now, there's the craziest thing, Brian, is that a week from now this American site could look completely different on paper. Right. No, it's it's absolutely it's absolutely insane. So I mean, you could have the inclusions of I mean for the next match, which would be um, oh god, what's the next match after the Querétaro, the Atlas game? Uh, you know, America could completely be a whole different different roster. You could have uh, you know, the two Uruguayans back in in uh in the team. You could have you know, uh, Cáceres, you know, maybe even feature. You know, Benedetti could be back already. Uh, but that's that's going to be a little tricky one because, you know, the relationship with him and Miguel Herrera have been rumored not to be that great. But, I mean, he's playing fantastic for him not to be featuring in this America side. Yeah, that's – you got you got to play who's in form and who's playing at a high level. You know what I mean? It's not like you can pick and choose. Right? You know, it's, that, that'd be, that's difficult, you know. No, it, it it definitely is, but uh, no, yeah, that Querétaro game is going to be difficult to kind of talk about in kind of full detail. But um, what we will say is that uh, expect this one to be a, a much much more uh, hard fought out match uh, at an away grounds. Um, I think I think we're going to see a real testament of what America is capable of tomorrow, um, and then if they can carry momentum into the game on Sunday. That will be important. Piojo uh, mm-hmm. and what he does tactically for this Sunday's game, also very vital. Would not be surprised. Would not be surprised if we somewhat go back to a back five for this Querétaro match. Uh, I would not be surprised whatsoever. Uh, that's, that's like we were saying, that that's going to be a very good team you're facing. You you kind of need to reinforce. Um, and, and I'm not against it. You know, I, I'm, I'm when things when things kind of get settled with the full roster, I'm not even a, a, against even doing that more often. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I don't think the teams look bad at all in the back five. Um, and we saw, I, I think Piojo, that's one of his most more favorite positions. And who knows, it, it might pan out for for this America side, depending on the players available to us, but. Yeah, keep an eye out on that. We'll try to give you guys more of an in-depth look onto that Sunday's match later on in the week. Uh, of course, though, first things first, I'm going to to take care of business away at Puebla. Uh, you can catch that game with us over on Twitter Live. That's at Resaca America US and on Twitter, on Instagram, excuse me, at Resaca America underscore US. Brian, where can they find you and all your wonderful tweets about this match for tomorrow? Yes, Twitter at BrianRMW. Um You'll see me tweeting about it and possibly showing some clips, whether that be goals, assists, 
weird camera angles with strobe light effects, whatever that is, I will do my best to share that with you because at least to their credit, um, they're, they're one of the broadcasts that doesn't, uh, mind people doing that on Twitter. So I got to give them credit. Um, that being said, uh, let's hope that everything's calibrated and, uh, everything goes smoothly. (laughs) No, yeah, definitely. You wouldn't want to be playing in, uh, uh, you wouldn't want to be watching the game like if you were playing a FIFA game and it was on dynamic camera view. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Brian, anything else you want to add on in regards to this uh, in regards to this Puebla or this Querétaro match? No, I'm just excited. I, I'm, I actually just I just want to see more. I want to see more of this team. Uh, and I'm kind of excited that they get such a, a short turnaround to, you know, Let's see if they can fix what happened Saturday because, you know, that's that's what happens. The, turn the page. Got to go. Can't think about it. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, now, quickly, for those of you asking in the chat what time and when is the uh, CONCACAF Champions League going to be rolling around for America, that's going to be the 19th of February. Um, so keep an eye out on that. That is uh, that's when America goes off and plays against Comunicaciones. Uh, so that is the 19th of February for those of you who are asking that, uh, Brian, again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, before I want to close out the show, you are always uh, a regular here at the Eagle Eye podcast. We, we enjoy your company. We enjoy your, we enjoy your take. So this is why I, I'm, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, and we already did this earlier in the year and we kind of gave our prediction in our preview as to where we thought America was going to fall. It's still early in the season, but I'm curious, what is your take on America and where do you think they can land at the end of the season, not just in Liga Mekis, but in CONCACAF Champions League? Uh, for CONCACAF Champions, I mean, you get the, they got to go for the win. And one of the things I've been saying is Fiojo's been slacking record-wise against MLS teams. And if they get past this, this round, which they should, uh, it's possible they'll play Atlanta. And that would be a huge rebound if they can get past that. So I think, the, I mean, sky's the limit, especially if this team starts clicking with the talent that's coming in. Um, so, I mean, nothing I would like to see more than have them win that and then, you know, take down some MLS rivals along the way. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, is in, terms of, in terms of the league... I mean, I don't see why they can't, you know, if they get things correct and settle in. I mean, I definitely see them making, they can make a run to the final again. Definitely. All righty then. I think you're at, uh, at par with everything that the boys were saying earlier in our in our podcast when we were uh, kind of previewing the season. Uh, mm-hmm. we, you know, we mentioned the same thing. As long as America kind of, you know, got good momentum going and everything, that America would definitely be... Um, uh, be be favorites again for the title and probably could make it all the way to the final again, um, and then from there on. But it's like, one game at a time right yeah, now. Yeah, right now, it is. you've got obstacles to to overcome, and that's good. That'll that'll help, you know, confidence, chemistry. But it's it's one game at a time at this moment. Yeah, it, it definitely definitely is. All righty, Brian. Uh, well, we hope to see you soon. Uh, Absolutely. You know, we we, we uh, like we mentioned. Completely love to have you on, on the show. Great company. Great uh, great yep. takes. Uh, and uh, like, great I guy like over on honest. Twitter, guys. Make sure you go follow him. If, uh, if he's sure. not talking Liga Mankeys, he's definitely making you laugh with something. I'll try. 
<laughs> all right, then you guys have yourself a wonderful night. We'll be in contact. We'll be back next week to talk all things Las Aguilas de la America. Uh, of course, what happened at Puebla, what happened against Querétaro, all of that information, Lady Aguilas news as well, um, and everything leading up to the game uh, against Atlas, which is a day after Valentine's Day. So uh, a very Valentine's Day special here on the Eagle Eye Podcast. Who knows? Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but again, thank you, Brian. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Thank you to everyone listening right now, SoundCloud, iTunes, and or Spotify. Have you guys a wonderful, wonderful night. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Twitter and next week here on YouTube. Uh, and as always, until next time, take care and Arriba America.